Welcome to HyperTalks. For you listeners that don't know who we are, we are digital business students at Hyper Island. We talk to inspiring leading professionals about themes related to the digital industry here at Beppo Studios. Today we're going to talk about network, the networking revolution and what it all means. My name is Mina. I am your host today and with me is Emma who is today's co-host. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Also, we're very happy to introduce today's guest, the thought leader and founder of Collab X, Stefan Vendin. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here, hanging with you guys. <laughs> Super nice to have you here. Um, you were actually recommended to come here by one of our former guests, Ashkan Fardos. He said that he thought you were super interesting and have experience from both the creative and the digital industry. So we are very keen to see where this episode takes us. No pressure. <laughs> Before we into introduce you more, um, Stefan, let's do a check-in. Yeah, cool. This is something we always do at Hyper Island, so that we get a feeling about the energy level before every meeting. Today's check-in question is, if you will describe your current mood by a weather type, what weather would you be? Ooh, such a good... Is it popcorn style or? Yeah. Popcorn style. Shoot. Yeah, of course. Sorry. That means it's, I can start. Yeah, just go. <laughs> I start. Um, no, Please don't I was, take what I want to say. Okay. Okay, sorry. I was <laughs> thinking of foggy because I've been a bit in in the clouds since this morning after the weekend. It's Monday morning. Uh, no, it's not a, anymore. It's Monday lunch. But anyways, uh, since I came into the studio, I felt the sun actually came out. I feel super, super happy and excited to be here. Check in. Thank you. Oh, cool. Was that the one you wanted to take? Yeah, yeah, but you know how it goes. If you don't go first, you can just build on it. And instead of going for the foggy one, uh, I'm going to go for uh, something particularly Swedish, I think. Uh, Midsummer Eve weather. You know that confusing one. You bring out all the food because of the sun. Mm -hmm. Then when it's all seated and nice outside starts to rain and then you go inside again and that's how it kind of goes on the Swedish midsummer <laughs> and that's a little bit how I feel today nice. somewhere in between okay I talk too much now over to you no it's, what kind of weather are you it's nice to hear um, your thoughts I think I am a sun behind the clouds kind of weather today because I also have like you said Stefan both good and um, worst parts of today um but in general now the sun is is looking <laughs> to me and i'm super excited to be here and do this podcast with you guys so right now it's more sun than cloud <laughs> nice check in check in check thank in. you all right we would like to start off with asking you some quick questions Stefan. shoot First of all, um, we would like to know what are your current projects and uh, what do you work with right now? Uh, yeah, I'm doing this super amazing thing uh, with a couple of cool students from Hyper. A podcast? A podcast, yes. Oh, nice. uh, and that's pretty much how far I usually stretch myself. Uh, there is no point on planning what's going to happen tomorrow because then somebody's going to knock at the door and we all know who that is. It's called life. And then things happen. Okay, so... I also wonder what three skills you use every day. Oh, good. I wake up. That's like a skill, right? <laughs> no. Are you good at a... waking up? Yeah, I actually yeah. am. Uh, I don't use an alarm clock. 
I wake up by myself. Uh, I have one if I'm missing, but uh, I don't even remember where it uh, ranked or I hear it rang being in bed last time. So then that would be a skill, I guess. Uh, my other one would be uh, being stupid. I think it's a perfectly perfect, I don't know, how, how do you say it? It's like one of those skills that you're not really allowed to do and then you're allowed because you're joking about it. There is also something in being stupid, which I really like, because then it takes you to places uh, which you can't really plan, which is something I really also enjoy. Uh, meeting up with you guys. I mean, I'm here because kind of a fun story. Is this a short check-in or not? No, go for it. Yeah, I go for it. Sorry. I go, yeah. yeah so, go for it. Just talk. So this story is about me being here then. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting. I did a Hyper Island Digital Acceleration Masterclass with you one. Uh, after it, this is a Friday, uh, we're drinking beer, run out of beer because we only had one that we kind of oh. sneaked from the office that we're having uh, the thing in. So then we walked out uh, to see if there was another Friday party in that co-working space. And that's where I met uh, Ashkan. Oh, they really? did another session with uh, Hyper as well. And then we talked a lot uh, went on, have a dinner afterwards, and here I am. So sometimes just doing things is the greatest gift. So I'm super great at doing stupid things. Sometimes I I do regret it most of the time. I really love it. And then there should be another skill more than that. How funny if I would say I'm super good at, at Excel now. <laughs> Please do. I, I guess then it's Wish about... Wish I had that skill. <laughs> no, but it's about also giving... Uh, giving my all and giving myself to everything, not being too pretentious, I think, uh, in a world uh, which sometimes tend to focus a lot on darkness. I tend to focus a lot on love and happiness. It gives me energy and I hope it gives something back. Okay, so what do you want to learn? Oh, as of now? As of whenever you want. As of in 2017, maybe. Oh, I tend to be very, very bad at writing things in beforehand, or like the planning part. Uh, so that's something I need to practice, I guess. Or I don't like it, and that's why I need to just try it a little bit more, just to see what happens. So that's something I can learn. I unlearned my entire life to do it, so then I can relearn it again, I guess. Cool. Thank you. I was also thinking that on your LinkedIn profile, it says that you are a thought leader. What yeah. does that mean? That's just pretentious bullshit. <laughs> to get <laughs> me clients and me were talking me. about a bit about it beforehand, and we were like, "What is that?" But <laughs> we we kind of uh, uh, we kind of said that perhaps it's about just bringing. I mean, isn't it bringing new thoughts to people that they didn't know they could think, like thinking in new ways, inspiring yeah. people to think in new ways. Yeah, shuffle things. You do that. Yeah, I, I tend to do a lot of shuffling. Uh, I have a great uh, friend and also Ulle, uh, which is also one of the co-founders of Colabex. Uh, he usually uh, mimic me or make fun of me, and this is how I do. And then it's like, what about... And then I start rolling my fingers. It's very hard for you listeners to see that, but just put them uh, outside of your body and roll them backwards. Maybe you could tell us uh, quickly what Colabex is for those who don't know that. Yeah, it's... A collaboration platform, I think, uh, how, 
that's how I would like to describe it now. Uh, it started out very much in the face of iterations. Uh, we don't know what it is. Uh, but uh, as for now, it's a place uh, or shuffling again, uh, different talents uh, for a world which are changing faster than we can imagine. So it's very hard for us to plan. So that's what we do at Colabex. It's a collaboration of three persons, uh, all of us with great networks. So I don't know. It's about having fun solving real problems and underlying problems, not just the most obvious on top. They might ask us to help them with a strategy for building a web page. I don't know. Uh, maybe that is not the problem. Maybe they just need to get a better customer service. So, Stefan, what are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? Mankind, I guess. Explain. But, yeah, uh, no, but we are like super brilliant. But then again, we tend to be so stupid at times. Uh, I mean, we are still having an argument about whatever the world is messing up due to fossil fuels, uh, people eating meat or producing uh, crappy things. Meanwhile, Earth is kind of destroying itself or rather it's not destroying itself. It's just destroying the place for, for us to live. We are destroying where we're living. Also, I'm afraid, let's see if we can get on a personal level. A little bit afraid of being bored, I guess. Uh, because, I don't know, it's that little kid in me again. Uh, not want to be grown up, I guess. Uh, so then I really don't like too much structure and those kind of things. Kind of tie me down, put me inside of that box. It's not that I don't like boxes, but sometimes kind of feel stuck. So then I'm, I guess I'm afraid of that a little bit. I recognize that in a way, but I think it's a, it's it's not a good frightness because then there's no, as we talked about before, then there's like no room for being spontaneous, if you do. Yeah. Do you like being spontaneous? I think I have um, the best time when I. I'm spontaneous. Yeah. So yeah. How did how does it feel before or, or if you haven't planned? Um I guess um I guess I'm I'm trying to practice it. So better and better. Cool. So who is your role model? Oh, my grandmother 100%. Uh she's like so cool. Um uh, and I think she's one of those persons that really don't care and haven't really cared. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, she just went for whatever she did. Uh, I mean, coming from uh, the forest of uh, Värmland when she was like 18, went to Harlem to record uh, a jazz record. At wow. the time, you can just imagine Harlem. It's not as trendy as it is now with good restaurants. It is going to be a problem for a blonde Swedish 18-year-old girl not almost speaking English going there. Uh, but then again... Uh, as she always put it, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Thank you, Stefan. So back to the main topic, network. When I hear the word network, I think of mutual exchange of learnings and I think of broadening in one's vision by taking part of others' perspectives. Luckily, there are a lot of network possibilities at Hyper Island. But I would like to ask both of you, 
What does network mean to you? Cool. Do you want to kick off? I, I, I always like so to much. start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it can be different things, but for me, network is just the people I have around me that I like and that I um, feel that I can contact in a way. And sometimes I think you get far too afraid of the word of like networking or uh, because it sounds so pretentious in a way. But I don't, I, um, I, I think it's it's more about um, just trying to talk to people that you think are interesting and, and be curious about other people and then naturally you will have a super good network around you. I mean, we are a network now. Yeah, that's but, the thing. Everything is a network, I guess. We're all part of yeah. it. Yeah, we're part of that thing called internet. Yes. That too. My favorite network. No, but I, f- I think the idea of a network is kind of kind of cool. And also that it might be a joke saying internet. But again, I mean, that's connecting things is what this digital transformation is about. Everything are to be connected in ways we, for just a couple of years ago, could, could never imagine. And the possibilities in this are endless. I mean, all of a sudden people can get education in places where they don't even have a radio before which is like a cool thing. I can also learn from those people in an exchange because for me, network is uh, flows of energies going back and forth. It's just not one way. It's uh, it's a mutual uh, directions, I would say. Uh, but yeah, network, it's kind of a weird word talking about it. It's, it's so much and so little in a sense. Um, but again, you were into the personal networks yes. and also that's how we started out and in that, I think most of uh, what I think is like everybody tend to go building their networks when it's too late. Now I need my network and then they try to build it. And that's kind of like, it doesn't really work that way because then you're like, I need you. And then it's not the time for building relationships. So I think that's also lead me to a lot of the things I do. I, I have this thing which I, I say yes to everything. I said yes to this one without even thinking. Uh, to all my meetings like that. If somebody want to talk to me, I just go do it. And I think that's also a way of accelerating those kind of network moments. Instead of thinking, would these hyper student be good for me? Can I benefit from this? Blah, blah, blah. What happens if I just say yes and do it? I save an hour of thinking and then I can do two meetings. We can do another podcast after this one without thinking. Uh, and then doing on that, uh, you're going to start meeting people which you have never met and tends to go into things where you don't know where you were going. Then also you can be connected to whatever technology, I mean. And, and then things start to get really confusing. What does technology want out of you and what do you want from technology? Sometimes we kind of have an idea what we want from technology, but... Then again, just thinking about it, uh, technology may want something from us to learn, which is kind of funny and reminds me a little bit of uh, a little status that I put on Facebook uh, the other day. Uh, and it went, it wasn't Swedish, so I'm just going to translate it roughly and it's going to sound super crappy, but it was about if everybody were talking, who are the ones listening? And then an old friend of mine put in search engines as the first answer which i think is still brilliant so everybody 
are trying to tell everybody about the truth, but they're really talking to search engines, which then are triggered by algorithms that then feed back. So they see more of what they only talked about. So they talk to a mirror, they talk to themselves. And that's also a little bit of these times of networks. What are the real networks? And what is just data bouncing back and forth? Which is also a very interesting way of thinking. So sometimes to to say more is also to ask questions, I guess. But it's interesting that you say that because um, we, when we were starting to talk about this so, uh, topic, it is, I mean, it's um, network is perhaps something else on the personal level because then you have to listen more to people but in the digital world it's easier to just be shouting out and you don't really know who listens the way you do when you actually look someone into the eyes. I think there is something in there uh, and I think also this uh, discussion about uh, filter bubbles and also if algorithms have bias or not which is also kind of absurd of course There will be, but then again, if we put Facebook as a media company towards a magazine, of course, that magazine also has a bias. So that's not something new. I I don't get it. And everybody, especially after the US elections, uh, went on, oh, this is horrible. Facebook needs to be responsible for all the fake news and stuff. Yes, in a sense. But then also, if you are in that bubble, it's like kind of super easy for you guys uh, to just... On your way home, ride the bus or uh, take the tube. Don't go off. Go off at your stop. Keep going for stops and see what happens. Talk to a couple of strangers. Because, again, that's also a bubble. And and it's so easy to break, but then we don't want to do it because then it's like a little bit weird, a little bit uncomfortable maybe. Or it's just an amazing time. You meet people which you would never have met and then you learn most of the time, uh, amazing things. I've never had a bad experience doing it. So it's also one of my favorite steps. Again, building on networks. It doesn't have to be the LinkedIn sessions or it doesn't have to be the startup cool party or it can just be normal people. Yeah, but it's, um, it's I think it's easy to, it's easy to think that you want to step out of your that also your bubble that you are in every day. But I think it's uh, it's difficult to actually do it because you're so, I mean, you're so used to just doing the things you do every day and meeting the same people you do every day. But it's inspirational and, and uh, especially winter time. It's like no, everyone is hiding. No, but it's just like super good times. <laughs> you just grab a bunch of snow and throw it at that person and see what happens. <laughs> Interaction. 2.0. No, but again, it, there is something in there. Mm. And I think most people are like, no, that's such a weird thing. And reminds me of uh, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, uh, we had uh, three person of us who were talking like, oh, but how are you so good at uh, doing the mingling thing and talking to strangers? And the reason is don't think who, who you're going to talk to. Just whenever you get to a party, talk to the first person you see and then you'll go. Because if you start planning... Then you're going to go, that was a little bit too tall, that was a bit too X, Y, Z, and then you add on excuses for not doing it. And then if you just make it into kind of a project by doing it randomly, like, okay, there's a person there, there's a person there, and then I'm just doing it. So 
what about just doing that extra two stops on the tube and then talk to the first person you meet on the station and see what happens. Stefan, I read an article about you where you said that the digitalization should be viewed as a networking revolution. I wonder if you would like to explain this. No, but it's a little bit about that word, like digital, right? The digital word. Yeah, it's like a non-word. It means so many things, which it doesn't mean anything. I mean, some people say it's uh, social media. Some would say security. Some would say ones and zeros. So how can we talk about something if it doesn't mean anything? And if, or how can we talk about the same thing if it if it means different things? It gets like a non-discussion. But those are those are kind of fun. But if we are to be concrete, I think if you look upon it uh, as a networking revolution, it gets kind of clear because we are connected to more people than ever. A lot of the technology is also connected to a lot of other technologies and those technologies are then connected to us. So it gets, kind of gets into this system of system thinking, which I think is really, really interesting. And as soon as we start to think about that, it's kind of easy. Because if you're doing digital communication, what the F is that? If you're doing network communication, it's kind of easy. I have a network, I need to put my communication in there. How can I go about it? It would be a good use as if there some content that really made me proud that I wanted to share among my friends. So then it gets super easy by just changing a little word. I remember the first time I met you, Stefan, you talked about control and non-control. Or maybe put in a fancier way, the illusion of control. I'm trying to have some sort of control here right now leading this podcast episode. But why do you think it's important to sometimes let go of control? Or I think, as you put it in the beginning, I think uh, the illusion of control. Because I don't think we have so much control and it's also fine not having it. And maybe that is the control, what control is about, being also trusting the process in a sense. Why do you think we we want that? Or why do we, you think we strive towards having that kind of control of what we do? I mean, uh, we are also in school, we are soon uh, having our own projects this spring and we try to, we talk a lot about that and what are we going to do and uh, what are we going to do after that? And you try to control where you're going to end. Why do you think, why do you think that is comfortable for us I think it's super easy because we try to control a lot of things but most of the time it doesn't really mean any control uh, which is kind of stupid uh, it reminds me also when I was a kid and walking up to uh, the editor-in-chief in Italian Vogue which is kind of a dream if you work with fashion as I did at the time as a photographer uh, show my portfolio and uh, They scanned a lot of pictures, the unpublished one, and then I was a bit angry, uh, leaving from there, going by my tube, of course, having no money, um, but a little bit proud also. They stole my idea. It's kind of cool also. But and they didn't give you anything for it? No, at the time, no. no. Uh, and I didn't really think about it more. I, I went on with my life, and then all of a sudden, uh, the stylist agent called me and were like super 
crazy. I'm in Prestop, which is a magazine shop here in Sweden, uh, and and the pictures are all over. So then they use the pictures, uh, and then I was like, "Why you haven't uh, given me any money?" And of course they have tried, but they have moved around a lot. So, uh, which was also kind of a, a fun thing. And if I were trying to plan things, I mean. Mm. You have an idea of what can happen, but there's so many components in every system that is gets completely ridiculous to pr- try to plan for everything. There mm. gets no space for for life to happen, and then sometimes it just happens, and it goes down to one of my saying: "A coffee is always free," and it comes from that uh, little weird thing of just saying, uh, "Can I stop by and have a coffee?" Which I tend to do now, and I do it with a lot of. Uh, all of the people I meet, I have no idea if which one is going to be the right client or girlfriend or whatever. I just say yes to things and then let's see what's happening. Mm. Uh, and I think it's kind of an interesting way of uh, doing things. Maybe you can try it for a week. But I think I, um, do I think already. I try it. I mean, I always I love the feeling of not knowing where I am in a year, for example, or in six months. I have no idea. And I, if I think back, like a year ago, I would have, I couldn't have guessed that I was going to sit here with you guys. So I mean, I like that perspective on life because if you know all the time what you're going to do, it does become boring, and we want to avoid that, right? So, but. Talking about control, I would also like to know, we know that you work for free a few times a week. Um, why do you do that? And how do you help these companies to not having control of everything all the time? Yeah, uh, it's kind of, uh, again, one of those things, very hard for you guys listening to see, but I was uh, privileged enough to be born in a male body of uh, one in 94 centimeters blonde in a very nice uh, postcode. So I have got a lot of things for free in my life. And then I had an idea of uh, I need to balance these things out, right? Uh, Maybe it was just me turning 40. I don't know. But then I started to do that, uh, started to approach people that might need it. And I was feeling super, super good. And one thing that struck me while doing this is I did it because I wanted to give back. Uh, but the interesting part of that is by just doing that, I gained so much more knowledge. Uh, so for me, that the most important part of that story is talking to other people like me that has had a lot of things for free uh, because everybody want to learn more things, especially if it's free, especially if you are in business. Everybody want to make more money or more love or whatever they want to make. And uh, we have some other more general questions for you. Um, one of them is, if you give could give the listeners one general tip for them to take with them from this podcast episode, what would that be? Anything within the industry? Yeah, go for the tube. Go to extra stations and then talk to somebody. I think that's... Or design for those kind of things. Say yes to everything or... If you're not confident that you're going to do it your entire life, just go for a day. Everybody can do a day or an hour. So what about that? I think that's a good tip. Uh, because then we, when we start to practice saying yes, something also happens uh, in our brains. We're kind of creating new paths uh, and uh, that leads to new feelings. 
It's so a little that, bit like uh, Jim Carrey in Yes Man. Yeah, that's my idol. That's the best movie ever. You should try it. I've been thinking. I actually watched that movie about two weeks ago, and I got really inspired just uh, for a day or two to be like Jim Carrey and try it out. But for me, this uh, results in having a lot of uh, plans all the time. Maybe it's just me, but I'm getting a bit stressed. Like when you say say yes to everything, then I end up, you know, having a plan to see five different people in the same day because I said yes to everything, and then I get stressed. How do you deal with that? Don't plan. Just do. No, but I think mm. it's it's about those kind of things. Uh, and I think for me, it comes down to the planning part. Uh, when I started to add or remove planning, a lot of other things happened. I had a lot of other time, which I did not have because that was time. Then I, when I put things into my calendar, my planning and budgeting and all those kind of things. Uh, and again, I mean, just because it worked for me doesn't necessarily it's going to work for you, but what is the worst thing that can happen if you try You're going to fail a little and it's going to be fun and we're going to celebrate that because you learned something, right? Definitely. What do you think is the most important skill for the future within the digital business industry? Oh, either I would pick curiosity, but I don't know if it's a skill, but the skill to unlearn is also... How do you mean? No, but most of us tend to be very good at doing things as we have done before, which is perfect if the world are as it has been before. But we all know that it won't be as before. So then we need to somehow also practice to unlearn. And instead of also finding uh, the root cause of failure, start to looking for the root cause of success. So then I sneaked in three skills. Sorry. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I really don't go by the by the book of rules, right? Sorry. That's fine. Who do you think that we should bring here and interview? Askan recommended you. Oh, Who this is... So we take them serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No pressure at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, a very interesting person, which I like a lot, called uh, Navid. Uh, I don't know if you know him. It's. Uh, What is he called more than Navid? Uh, yeah, it's me with names. I don't know it. Moduari <laughs> okay. or something, I guess. Yes. Uh, okay. A very interesting this, uh, person. He used to uh, be an artist, right? Yeah, Or yeah, maybe yeah. Still. I, I can hook you up. Yeah. He has uh, a lot of interesting things going on. And one which I think is very nice is that he tends to ask a lot of very interesting questions. Uh, for example, this morning, he has been going around asking on Facebook and other platforms. Uh, um, so, hello, friends. What do you need help with today? And today was actually kind of a good day because all of a sudden, a lot of other people start asking that question. Instead of shouting out, this is truth, this is why X, Y, Z politicians are bad. Instead asking, what do you need help with? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's something for you to uh, look up. And now I'm super happy to connect you. Thank you. Thank you, yes. It would be super nice. Thank you so much. And we would like to thank you, Stefan, for being here with us today. And of course, since we are talking about networking, how can our listeners get in contact with you? Yeah, Google that shit out of me. <laughs> no, but I think it's that easy. If anybody want to connect, please go for LinkedIn, go for Facebook, uh, yeah. or talk to you guys. Of course. Stalk you, and then you can talk to me. Oh, you're my filter now. I have your email and your number. 
Yeah, just give it out to everybody. Put it in here at the end. I don't care. No, but seriously, it's fun. I like doing coffees. Um, if I have the time and I'm free, I'm saying that the coffee is free. Uh, so, yeah, wherever you are in the world, just ping me and see what happens. Nice. Before we end this podcast, we would like to check out as well. Also something we always do at Hyper Island. This time, I would like to know what to take with you from this podcast episode. Will I start again? <laughs> I uh, <laughs> No, you're not. I want to see the Yes Man. I don't think I've seen that film. And also to take that with me. I mean, um, no, there's so many things I want to take with me. It's also about this, uh, what you need help with today. I want to I wanna write that on my Facebook. And um, no, but to say yes to things and to try to get out of um, the normal way um two days go bye yeah now you kind of uh, you kind of stole what i was gonna say about you can do it we can uh, do it together yes. <laughs> yes we can do we can say yes together emma and um i would also like to try to loosen my control a little bit coming from the the school of like business school control is a um very common way to handle your everyday and uh, now at Hyper I think I have tools to let go more of it and just be even more spontaneous and to see what happens so that's my key things I take with me from today checking out cool and uh, I don't know what I'm checking out with this is fun I was overthinking and listening to you guys what about this what if I get Yes Man and then I invite you to watch it at my place Yes. That's a good check out. We need to yes. say yes now. <laughs> oh, yes. Awesome. You will find us at our Instagram account, HyperTalks. And I would like to thank Beppo Studios for making this recording possible. Peace out. Thank you, Mina. Woo.